0: when we show up for our lives, we automatically get others to show up for theirs. And that is today's morning moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host Alicia Sharp. Today we have part 2 of my interview with Jessica Honiger, the founder of the Noonday Collection, and just wanted to let you know that some of the sound quality and bits and pieces of this particular interview is distorted. I don't know why. I tried to clip some of it out um, and patch it together, so if something might sound a little off, that's why. Just press through. It's. I promise it does get better. So anyway, I hope you enjoy part two of this interview. So I was blessed enough to receive a copy of your book, which I read through. Um, It is called Imperfect Courage, Live a Life of Purpose by Leaving Comfort and Going Scared. And that title just was like, yes, that's, you know, totally me. And I love that. So (laughs) so what is your why for writing this book? And um, what do you want the reader to take away from it as they read?
1: Yeah, you know, I think there's something so powerful about a book. And as much as we might have blogs and podcasts and Instagram and... I mean snapchat and twitter and facebook i mean there's so many different ways that we can communicate but there is something about a book that really conveys a story and i feel like i have been i have this great honor of being um the storyteller of the stories that whose lives have changed over the past eight years and i felt very much like i hold these precious treasures and how can i tell these stories in a way that catalyzes others to see themselves Mm -hmm. in this book so that they can also not be sidelined by fear Uh, you know uh, obviously the premise of the book is that um we just are meant to go scared and then like don't wait for a time where you're you feel perfectly capable you have all the right resources you feel like you've lost the weight, you've become fashionable enough, you've learned, you've gotten your MBA, whatever else, I think that we try to obtain a certain level of perfection before we actually move into those things that we're meant to do, and that's often fear that's holding us back. We're afraid that, um, we're afraid of what other people will think about us, we're afraid of letting other people down, we're afraid of failure, we're afraid of success, and I think the only way to actually move past our fears is to walk through our fears by going scared. Mm -hmm. And I think when we really own that and walk through that process and sort of leave our proverbial couches, that's a big part of my book is just this vision of like having a woman sitting on her couch and we all do it. And sometimes we're doing it and it's It's great and it's well placed and we need to rest. But sometimes we're sitting on our couch because we feel deflated or we're numbing out or we're paralyzed and we think we don't have a voice in the world. And so what I want to do through this book is really take a woman by the hand and just get her to stand up Mm -hmm. off that couch. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the book, I really want to want her to have walked out of that front door and Felt the light on her face, felt Mm -hmm. that sunshine on her face, and look around and see I've got neighbors and not just neighbors here, but neighbors around the world that need me. Right. You know, and when we show up for our lives, we automatically get other people to show up for theirs. Right. And when you show up, you bring other women up along with you. And I think that is why the first part of the book really is this inner reckoning of Mm -hmm. owning your voice and understanding some of the narratives that you've told yourself that are not true, that we sometimes don't even know they're not true because they're just, they're so familiar to us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're even comforting, even though they're not accurate. So challenging people to think about these narratives and the bias that they're bringing to their own inner conversations. And Mm -hmm. then the second part of the book is really about, okay, now that you've had the courage to go inward, you know, we're not meant to go alone in life. And what does it look like to be vulnerable and Uh be empathetic? And how can we create a space for each other, compassionate space where we can free each other up to be all that we're meant to be like you, you, As a confident woman, people are drawn to that. People are drawn to women who are confident, who own their businesses. And then you you immediately discover that. And then you want to go create that for others.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And that's what's so powerful. And so I think then when we go together, and then the third part is really about, okay, how
0: can we create those spaces um, for others? Your meaning, just going for it, scared, like you said. And when you do that... Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not easy. You're going to fall. You're going to mess up. But you just get up and keep going. And that's that's one of the things that I've learned the hard way is a lot of times, because I was, you know, I kind of had it easy growing up. And so I'm not one to have a lot of perseverance. A lot of times if something just happens, I mm-hmm. you know, fall down. I'm like, oh, I failed. I'm no good. You know, that that's the tendency. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens with a lot of women and a lot of people in general. But, you know, the, the key to winning is simply getting back up and continuing. It's simply getting back up. And, um, it
1: really is.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you have some stories with that, with starting this um, company, right? Oh my gosh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, I feel like there's such a misnomer about success that it's like a straight path mm-hmm. and it's just paved with one success after another. Right. But <laughs> really, it's a bunch of failures, a bunch of things that you've tried and done wrong and adapting mm-hmm. to that. And I think success really is just a matter of learning how to get back up. Exactly. And if you fail once and never get back up, then you're not actually going to see the vision come to a reality. Mm-mm. And the truth is, like, we don't know how things are going to end up. Mm-hmm. Like, we can influence our the outcomes in our life, but we can't control them, you know. Um, and ultimately, you know, as as someone who follows God, when you know that God ultimately does hold the outcome of your life, then I do think that that creates a certain courage in us. And, you know, I'd like to to think that those people who um, have discovered what it means to walk with Jesus, like, certainly should be the most courageous people on earth because right. ultimately we, we do know what our outcome is and right. that should
0: free us up. Right. That's true. Very good. Um, one thing that really stood out to me when I was reading your book was how you, along with so many other women, including myself, fight the idealistic images of like womanhood and motherhood. And we feel less than if we don't do the right things, like stay at home, you know, homeschool, do all those things. I know that that was a big one for me, um, especially with, I know this sounds so petty, but even like breastfeeding i mean you know oh my goodness if you have a bottle then you're the worst mom ever and like they make you feel that way from the hospital on and so i remember i remember one time i saw a lady and like one of the ladies i knew from church and she had a bottle propped up in the mall and i was like huh she you know i was thinking and (laughs) she does it and she's free and she's fine and her baby you know (laughs) i know that sounds so silly but it's true we just let all these things influence us and and keep us basically just doing these little things instead of really believing God for some, you know, really big things in our life too. I'm um, not that those aren't big things. Raising children is amazing, but, um, but do these, but feel- yeah, all
1: those choices, I think that we create a war in our heads uh-huh. that, and it really actually doesn't have to be there. And I think when you can walk in the confidence at your choices and, you know, not care. Cause I think the issue is not, sure some women judge of course we all do i talk a lot about that in my book like how can we learn how to be less judgmental people i think is being able to understand like it could have been me like Mm -hmm. you know like maybe the woman feeding breastfeeding her babe tried for two days in the hospital and you know the bottle feeding tried and like couldn't do it or maybe she had to go back to work or what we don't know her story right, right. um but we like to judge and side eye i think I, I think it's a fear thing i think it's like oh my gosh you know like or it's like oh i could have i could have bottle fed and been okay with it or whatever else but i think when we can really learn to look at others and say, that could have been me. That could have happened to right. me. That could have been my choice. Mm-hmm. We walk in a lot of grace, both for ourselves and for her. Cause when we right. give her the free freedom, then we're giving ourselves the freedom too to follow our choices. Right. And if we were to all do that, then like the war would be over. Like it would be just like a fake war, you exactly. know? So I, I do think that um it's really learning about paradox and that you can do things at the same time. You can be a good mom and bottle feed. You can be a working mom and a good mom. Right. You know, you can drink kombucha and uh, eat, order pizza on the weekend. Uh, you know, it's We're like heading. that whole imperfect piece. Like you just can't live a life where you're trying to do 100% of everything right, Absolutely. you know?
0: yeah right in the world's eyes right (laughs) yeah exactly yeah um sometimes i feel like many women out there want to jump and go scared like you into something but they don't really know what that something is yet um do you have any advice on maybe what they can do to find it or to you know
1: Mm -hmm. um I mean I, I think, think you need, need to pay, pay attention, attention to, to what you makes your the heart that you know, some some sometimes what you can do is just ask a friend. Say uh-huh. sit down with a friend and say, Hey, why are you my friend? What do you, what do you see in me? Uh-huh. Like what, what draws you to me? Yeah. You know, and and pay attention and maybe interview with five friends and maybe that one thread, the thing that every person repeats, like that's not an accident. Like that right. is, that's an intentional thing. And like, how can you then lean in to that? And then also I think just not being stuck that it's got, that you're going to know the outcome and mm-hmm. you're going to be like, you know, you've got to be willing to try and fall down. Exactly. Um, but don't you want to get to the okay. end of your life having tried and failed a million times and having just like never tried anything at all, you yeah, know, exactly. and never discovered you know, I think you learn it's a process of elimination.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, sometimes we're waiting to, to try the thing that we know we're going to love, but trying things that you don't like actually can be, teach you just as powerful a lesson, exactly. you know? Yeah. And so just got to, you know, try out these various things to know, like, okay, that, that wasn't for me. Well, what wasn't that for you about and you know learn from that and learn from the journey that you're on and you know celebrate the effort you're taking and not just an outcome you know because you you don't know what the outcome will be but certainly Mm -hmm. the effort is worth celebrating right
0: exactly that was the second segment of an interview with jessica honiger and I encourage you to please go to her website, JessicaHoniger.com. And that's one N and two G's. And you will find out more information about her new book. Pre-order it. You'll get some good freebies, which will come up later in the week on her interview, which she'll tell you exactly what you'll get. But go to her website, pre-order the book, go to Noonday Collection, order some stuff, and even consider becoming an ambassador. Prayerfully consider it. Because not only will you be helping people here in the States be fashionable, But you're going to be selling stuff where you're impacting lives, literally impacting them across the world. And it is such a powerful and amazing company. Again, check it out noondaycollection.com, jessicahoniger.com. Have a great day. God bless.